3: real noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
4: This is Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and we're coming to you with a mini podcast special. We're going to review Cats and Jumanji The Next Level.
2: Check out an early preview screening of Cats. Yes. The highly contentious, anticipated film. Mm, Everybody was really down on this film.
4: There's been a lot of opinions Mm. about Cats, most of which have come from us on this podcast. We're kind of part of that joint feeling that it's just not right and it's going to be terrible and Mm -hmm. what have they done and what's happening and blah, blah, blah. But we've seen it and we're kind of on the same page. We were...
2: Pleasantly surprised. Yes,
4: Unexpectedly, it was better than we thought. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a bit humbling to sit in the cinema and realize that we weren't watching what we thought we were going to watch.
2: And that speaks to your point about the marketing and the advertising for this film. And you were talking about it made you really angry that Mm -hmm. they were marketing it as a straight film Mm. or not showing the musical elements as much. Yeah this is a straight out musical guys. Yeah. There's like, barely
4: any spoken word. No,
2: it's full on musical. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. If because you're a that's what fan. it is.
4: Yeah. And you need to own that and you need to market it as such. Mm-hmm. We have obviously opened up saying that we were pleasantly surprised.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: There were some really serious issues with this film, which I think we'll unpack.
1: Okay.
4: But I kind of want to lead with what I think worked. Mm-hmm. And i feel Really, this film made me feel yes a lot more than once, often in fact, and it was definitely a combination of the performances. It was definitely the way that the incredible set art direction mm-hmm. played into that as a character and also naturally the music. Mm-hmm. And I think that the music spoke to me more than when I saw it as a musical, just touching on that. The film suffered the same issues as the stage play. I really agree. It added some new issues to it. Mm. But the main one was the stage musical, the first act, is dead boring. The first act of the film is dead boring. Until we get to the Jellicle Ball, I think it struggles to kind of be particularly interesting um, and Mm. engaging and compelling. But once that Jellicle Ball happens, it literally takes you to a whole other place and it took my breath away so
2: i have to stop you there when you mentioned the jellicle ball we need to explain to people who aren't cats fans what Mm -hmm. the jellicle ball is Mm -hmm. and for me this was part of the problem with the film in that you have to know the musical to know what's going on Mm -hmm. it's a magical world it's beautifully done i think it was beautifully made Mm -hmm. definitely but it speaks to a very specific audience who knows the story already. There was not enough exposition to let you know that this is inside the mind of a cat.
4: Sorry, this might be unfair for me to say because mm. you hadn't seen the musical. I had. But I felt the film communicated it much better. Really? But subconsciously, I'd seen the musical. Yes. So I had a leg up. So it's almost I've cancelled what I just set out. So I, I, that's, I, I'm glad that you've voiced that mm. and that you feel that. The, because that's, that's a problem and that's a really good point to make.
2: I haven't seen the musical, mm. but I do know the storyline. Right. But even for someone who knows the storyline, yeah, I found it a little bit hard to catch mm. up to what's mm. going on. You really need to go along on face value and just enjoy yes. the beautiful visuals mm-hmm. of this film, which were beautiful. Mm-hmm. The choreography, in particular, stunning.
4: Unbelievable.
2: The way the actors move, mm-hmm. and you know that's them moving.
4: Yeah.
2: Even the digital fur technology, I didn't actually mind, in with exceptions. Yes. With the exception of Idris Elba and yes. Taylor Swift, who looked like she was wearing a cat suit. <laughs> yeah.
4: I had a love hate relationship with the digital fur technology, because when they got it right, it was flawless. But that was really, really few and far between. To me, it was just too obvious and distracting. Mm. And I think it looked great on the older cats. So, Judy Dench and Serene McKellen.
0: But
2: they, they had a lot of prosthetics yes. to work with.
4: Hello, there's the answer. That's what you should have done. Mm. Because it was so much more convincing. I also think that the digital fur technology looked really good on... Um, grizabella played by jennifer hudson Mm -hmm. now that's because she had a lot of other costume elements as well Mm. but she did have quite a lot of digital stuff going on in her face and it was really good right from the beginning especially in the opening scene it probably was its worst Mm. you could tell where they spent the money and the attention on getting the effects right and where they kind of either ran out of time or money Mm. or just let it slide and it was just kind of their faces Their but bo- it affected everything about them. Cause a lot of the cats didn't have clothes on. They were just mm. them and their bodies and their fur. However, as distracting and not good that it looked most of the time, I don't think it affected how I felt about the film. Right. Like I'm not as mad about it as I thought. I'm just really disappointed that they didn't find another solution or absolutely nail it Mm. it was a big risk and it didn't pay off and they just have to wear that but i wish that they had gone to costumes and real makeup and you know whatever and
2: then just weaved the digital technology into that instead of relying so heavily on it
4: yes that's probably the little happy medium they should have found there Mm. whether it's kind of bits and bobs or just not all of it Mm. yeah
2: what do you think about the performance from the main actress, Francesca Haywood?
4: I think she was wonderful. She
2: was gorgeous, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, really. she was
4: gorgeous and you felt, she really took you under her wing in that you felt how much of this world of Cats that she was experiencing for the mm. first time.
2: Because she's almost the narrator. She's our yes. way into this world, mm. which is another thing they didn't explain very well. You mm-hmm. don't really understand that this is her seeing this magical world opening up to Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And it is magical. It's beautiful. But there are some elements that didn't work, like the end with Grisabella when she goes to the next life, Mm -hmm. so to speak. It felt very (laughs) Grease. You know the the issue (laughs) that people had with Grease, where it it was a great film, it was a fun film, and then they just went weird by getting Sandy and Danny to take off into the sky. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. how I felt with that. Does that happen in the musical?
4: Uh, I honestly can't remember, sorry. Mm. I didn't actually have a problem with that. I really liked how, and this is really surprising because when they write a new original song for an established musical, it usually doesn't work. Mm. It's unforgettable, or it just sits in the end credits and they get nommed for a nom- mm. an Oscar anyway. I felt like the, the song that Android Webber and Taylor Swift wrote really added another layer. To the story because they broke the song up, they brought the song in two different times, yep. and it helped tell Grisabella's story more. It mm. added to her pain because memory is telling her story, and this beautiful ghost, this new song, original song, kind of extended on that.
2: And it also gave you more of a connection between Victoria's story yes. and Grisabella's story.
4: Mm-hmm. There were some great moments where you saw behaviors of cats that really worked. There were sometimes when they did it and they got it really wrong. I th- I honestly think even worse than the digital of her technology, the worst thing about cats was Rebel Wilson. I'm sorry, but she is so irritating in this film. Can I just say she cannot sing and she needs to stop being in musicals, pitch perfect, whatever. She can't sing. And it's really distracting. And when you're in a film where pretty much everyone else can at least hold a note, mm. and she's bumbling around, just being Rebel Wilson, it was re- it was really annoying. She really annoyed me.
2: <laughs> in terms of the character she was playing, is that the character?
4: I think so, but she just made the character not lovable and endearing. She made me want to kick her off the screen. <laughs> Kick the cat. Yeah, kick the cat. Oh god. And also, can I just prove I'm mm-hmm. not a cat person either? So there are a few issues of me going into this film in general, but I don't hold just my general feeling of cats against this film. There, there were some also a few plot holes as well. Yes. Mm. Which is just again upsetting and disappointing because there were so many just really moving, wonderful, realised moments. Mm you run the risk of when a film does that and then they drop the ball in other areas that you focus where you shouldn't mm. and it's just yeah but i liked it i actually liked it yeah. <laughs> despite all of that
2: we're very surprised that we actually liked it it's a mm. fun film it's a magical film it's an entertaining film but it is a full on musical mm. so you need to be aware of
0: that yeah that it's worth it's worth expanding your horizons mm-hmm. definitely mm.
4: Because it's not a normal sort of movie to see. It's no. not a normal musical to see on stage either, and a very challenging story to mm. to adapt to a screenplay.
2: But it did feel very much like you were watching the stage musical on screen, in terms of the blocking and choreography and pieces to camera that were happening, and narration that yes. Judy Dench's character was mm. doing, Deuteronomy was doing. Mm. It didn't feel like they turned it into a movie enough for me.
4: Yeah, interesting because that you do run the risk of feeling that way. I kind of agree in some elements because the stage doesn't change its set as often. They there are a lot of set pieces in, mm-hmm. in this movie. They worked really hard to um, ramp that stuff up, mm. and that made me that made me feel like it was a much more cinematic experience than I was expecting. To be honest. Um, But I do hear what you're saying because there were those clear, unavoidable moments and scenes.
2: So how many popcorn kernels would you give cats? Why am I always
4: so unprepared when this question gets asked? (laughs) I don't know. We do it every episode. I probably rate this based on the fact that I was, it was better than I thought. Mm -hmm. But there were some serious issues which I think could have been helped with recasting maybe re-editing and moving some things around and making a decision about the digital fur technology pairing that back and adding in more real tangible mm. elements to the to the aesthetic of the cats mm. but i think i'm gonna give it oof, am i gonna give it a three no yeah i'm giving it a three
2: i think i'm gonna have to agree with you mm. i'm gonna give it a three as well which mm. doesn't mean it was a bad film no it does play to a very specific audience yes. though. yes
4: it's not a it's not a film or a musical for everyone, but I think there is a lot to feel and be transported by this by this really yeah interesting story.
2: So moving on, mm-hmm. I checked out Jumanji: The Next Level,
4: mm-hmm.
2: which again was a pretty fun film. It sets up the storyline for the teens to go back to Jumanji, and as we've seen from the trailers, there's a spanner thrown in the works in the sense that a couple of grandparents get thrown in there as well. Or one grandparent and his friend get thrown in there Mm -hmm. as well. Um, the basic premise was the same, which I was actually a little bit disappointed with. So Spencer is feeling insecure about himself, but this time he deliberately goes back to the game instead of getting sucked into the game. So it was a basic storyline was exactly the same.
4: Right.
2: Felt a bit lazy to me.
4: So straight out of the gate it was kind of copy and paste. What made yeah. it feel different, though? Did they add in... What did they change to make well, it feel fresh?
2: There's obviously different set pieces. Mm-hmm. It, within the game, they're travelling to new levels, new worlds. You know, you've got like a sort of snowy kind of world. You get a bit of a desert world. Mm-hmm. It's There's different, definitely a different feel to the film. But their elements, like the basic elements, are the same. Mm-hmm. Which was a little bit disappointing for yeah. me. The stakes didn't seem as high either it felt like the actors just went back to have a good time which is not necessarily a bad thing in films when you know the actors are having a good time sometimes you're just having a good time with them yeah but this film felt like a stepping stone almost and when it's not a spoiler to say but when we get to the end of the film they've very much set it up for a third film Mm. i don't know if that's been officially announced yet but they set it up for a third film and I think that third film is going to make this film largely forgettable.
4: So, do you feel a bit cheated by that?
2: A little bit, because I really enjoyed the first film. I was hesitant that they were making something that I felt so connected to mm. from my childhood yeah. um, and that you feel so nostalgic about.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But they did a really great job. It was something fresh, it was something different. I think The Rock really brought his A game in this one.
4: Oh, number one fan, Gwen oh, Johnson. I
2: love The Rock. <laughs> But this one felt like they phoned it in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I came out of it thinking like, I realized how silly this is to say that I was watching a video game because it is a movie.
4: (laughs) About a video game.
2: It's a movie about a video game. No,
4: but unpack that for me.
2: I don't want to feel like I'm watching a video game.
4: Sure. Okay. Was it film, like film techniques they made? No. No. Okay. Let me explain.
2: No. Okay. Let me explain. It was more that it was less character focused. It was more antics focused, if that makes sense. Right. So we had the action, but Mm. even the action wasn't at the same level as that first film. You know, you got a lot of the same things happening. Mm
4: -hmm. Like,
2: whoops, you weren't looking, you just got eaten by a snake, hippopotamus, whatever. You know? A
4: a snake hippopotamus hybrid?
0: (laughs) A snake
2: or hippopotamus, whatever. So again, going back to that, a lot of the same elements from the first thing, a lot of the same things happened in the same order. Um, You just had Danny DeVito's character and Danny Glover, Danny Glover's character thrown into the mix, Mm -hmm. played by The Rock and and Kevin Hart. Mm. They did a great job with that. Let me say, I have to say Jack Mm. Black (laughs) in particular is doing some of his best work in this film.
4: Is that kind of playing to your point, in fact? Like, they're just there having fun, and he's literally having a laugh.
2: He's having a laugh. And yeah. we also get Orquafina in this film. Oh, yeah. As a new character, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. you'd call her. Um, she's fantastic, too. These two are character actors. Jack Black and Orquafina are character actors, and they do it so damn well. Yes. Um, there are some moments where some of the other cast have to play different people and it doesn't come off as well as it should. Again, it's just a bit of silly fun. Mm-hmm.
4: So it's a lot of body swapping going on. Sure. Almost.
2: Um,
4: Which is what happened in the first one, right? No, no,
2: not this mm. way.
4: Okay. Not oh, this okay. way. Yeah. so There's a lot of just kind of like little shuffle to the left or shuffle to the right in stuff that they did in the first yeah. one. Okay. So I've got something to ask your opinion on mm-hmm. and this is basically me looking inward on the production timeline of this sequel yeah so the first one came out 2017 it's that was only two years ago
0: mm-hmm.
4: so they only wrapped this film up mid this year like june or july mm-hmm. and it's out like you know on mm-hmm. boxing day so that's like six months mm-hmm. from end of principal photography to turn a film around do you think that played a part in the underwhelming script and Um, originality to the story and the characters and the motives. Mm. Do you think that was a casualty of the tight timeline to get this film made?
2: It could very well have been, and Mm. maybe they should have taken a bit more time with this film. Um, As with the first film, they threw in a few little nostalgic throwbacks or cameos to Hmm. the original film with Robin Williams, Mm -hmm. which is lovely. People are going to love it. And it was moving in some places. There Mm -hmm. were some moving elements To it, but it just really felt too superficial for me. Right. Which was disappointing.
4: And are you excited for the third, proposed third one? Is that what you're kind of like, I want to see that now? Yes. Do they set... Do they do a good job and set up? It's not like, oh, we're coming back. Of course we are.
2: No, they've done it in a way that kind of brings... This movie... If it happens, this third Mm. movie is going to bring it full circle in a nice way. So, I am really excited. Yes. I'll leave you thinking about that one. So, I am really excited about that to Mm -hmm. see where they take that because that's a really interesting concept without giving anything away. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting idea. And if they do it justice, it could work really well. Okay. But again, it'll just make this second film... Totally forgetful. Just obsolete. Mm.
4: Yeah. I guess, as you said, it's a stepping stone sequel to ultimately the third act mm. in a proposed trilogy.
2: I mean, they really could have just done that idea as the second film and it would have been great. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but I'd maybe be- maybe they were just having too much fun and they just really wanted to go back to this world.
4: And a bit of this a love, bit of a bit of money to be made. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, what. <laughs> I don't know. I sound like the Tuppence a bag people from Mary Poppins on the street. Is there anything else you want to kind of mention, or are you ready to rate Jumanji the next level out of popcorn kernels? How many do you want to give it?
2: It pains me to say this because I really, really enjoyed the first film, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to give this a two. Ooh,
4: I did not expect that.
2: Well, maybe a two and a half for Jack Black.
4: Just Jack Black yes. is worth half a popcorn. He's call. worth You know what? Sometimes, that all it's, sometimes that's all it takes.
2: He's bloody amazing okay. in this. And mm-hmm. I am surprising myself by saying that. Yeah. But no, I'm going to stick with two. I'm sorry. Oh, Jack, Jack Black was fantastic, but it's a two.
4: Yeah. Okay. There you go.
2: I feel very sad. That. I'm sorry. I'm Don't sorry, The sad. Rock. I'm Look, sorry.
4: It's fine. The third one might be the four that... You wanted this to be yeah, or five? Who knows? Could be an absolute classic. Mm. So we have reviewed. I'm um, just with the accents this episode. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Um, we have reviewed Cats and Jumanji: The Next Level. So they're both out on Boxing Day in Australia. So go out to the cinemas, enjoy that. Sit, watch these while you digest your Christmas feast. Yeah. And let us know what you think. Do you think Cats is a three? And your next level is a two, two and a half. Just Jack Black get it up there for you, let us know. I hope everyone is enjoying their break. And we'll catch you next year. Talk to you then.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,